Rocks Roots Podcast. We are here live, coming at you from Boston Calling Music Festival. We hate it already. How are you feeling, Crank? I'm okay. I've resigned to the fact that we're just going to be in this line for the rest of our lives. We live here now. <laughs> so, surprise, we're close to the whites, which is the best part. We are in a line waiting to get shirts, and we have been in this line for about an hour. No. Yes. The sun must have gotten to me, and I feel like we've been here for maybe a half hour. All right. No, you it's, hear... it's been an hour. Oh, good. So, shirts better be worth it. So Boston Calling is a big-ass music festival. Nine Inch Nails played Friday and Saturday. We weren't here for that. Uh, tonight, we are attempting to... Well, we're definitely seeing Metallica. If we ever get through the merchandise line, we're planning to see uh, Weezer. That's right, friends. And as we're looking around, we can see that everyone is six feet apart or more. They are all wearing masks. Um, but they are not wearing anything else. We see a lot of people with basically no shirt or shorts on. Um, just kidding. This is a super spreader event. There is next to no one wearing a fucking mask. And everyone is basically humping each other. It's grand old time here. <laughs> so, uh, this will end up in one of our episodes at least. But I just, we just wanted to let you know that we miss the woods. Yes. Very much right now. And... Boston is not the friendliest neighborhood ever. No, the whole state, like the theme of today, we went to Salem earlier, we'll tell you about that, but the theme of the day is Massachusetts wants your money, but they're not willing to do anything infrastructure-wise to help you out. We paid $80 for parking, and we're lucky to get the one spot in the garage. Yep. All right, well, th this is Tumbles and Cranky. We will update you with a concert review and a history lesson. There you go, friends. Ciao for now. Welcome to the Rocks and Ruth podcast. What you have just heard was our rambling on at Boston Calling Concert. And we were there seeing Metallica. This actually happened a few weeks ago, almost a month ago at this point. Holy shit. Uh, at the end of May, and it was a, what I called a transformative concert for me. It was my first time seeing Metallica, and it was absolutely incredible. Anywho, I am Tumbles, and next to me is... Cranky, and that was my second time seeing Metallica, and this time was better, because the first time was a stadium show in Philly. This time we were on the ground, 60,000 people crammed into... Was that Harvard's? Harvard's Athletic Field. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. So. We are coming at you. Well, when you hear this, we will be in our homes in New Jersey. Yeah. But we are coming at you right at this moment from Lorray, Virginia, in the valley, looking at the Shenandoah National Park from our Airbnb. Crank, how the fuck are you? I am doing well because Mrs. Cranky is appearing in this episode and she was kind she enough to make, make us, us cocktails. cocktails. With a lot of alcohol. So, <laughs> yeah, so we went to, <laughs> Mrs. Cranky and I went to Hershey in May for her birthday, and they have amazing Reese's cocktails, and she deconstructed the recipe, and we are very, very feeling very good. Well, not so much <laughs> deconstructed the recipe, I just looked at the ingredients, and I was like, oh, I can buy all of those, and I bought all of the ingredients, which I don't always recommend doing, but there's a lot of different stuff which 
And a lot of money. It's expensive. <laughs> Alright, fine. I was gonna, like, make you sound awesome, but that's okay. I mean... Put yourself <laughs> down, goddammit! <laughs> I mean, if you're going to, it probably works out per cocktail to be cheaper if you went and bought the ingredients yourself, because... Oh, for sure. They charge, like, $15 for one. So I've made at least a half a dozen with the, with the ingredients, and I still have three quarters of them left. And so, you're very generous with the uh, amounts. Yes, I, yes. I do shot glasses full. I do real cocktails. I don't do... I don't That's do, right. Fuck around. I don't do kitty cocktails. I do, like, real cocktails. <laughs> so this it's is terrible. a hiking podcast. <laughs> already so this is a hiking podcast but we're not going to talk a lot about hiking because the trail kind of sucked today yes this was the end folks we finally if you've been following along for the last two years even though we've been on for about a year and six months (laughs) anyway yes it took us two years and two and a half weeks to finish this fucking park the Appalachian Trail specifically so we are done we don't have to go back to the park ever again and today we finished up from Pinefield Hut at mile 898.2 and we ended at mile 912 what's that picnic area uh South River South River picnic area which is pretty popular actually yeah, when we ended up there, it was very, very crowded. But we will get there. Yes. So from Pinefield, there is a small parking area just beyond the shelter. Uh, that's the shelter that we stayed at last time. Mrs. Cranky was kind enough to drop us off this morning. Thank yes, you. Yes, thank you. And um, <clears throat> there's a slight incline. Raz blackberry bushes are out, um, but not. We only found literally a couple of berries that were ready. They'll be ready probably next week when we won't be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the episode comes out, so get your get your blackberries to the Shenandoah, to Shenandoah and get your blackberries. They're fucking everywhere. Then it goes down. Um, oh, that's right. Oh. This was one of the many pointless ups and downs <laughs> today. Because Meyer and Avery said we had to keep the trail 250 feet or more away from Skyline Drive. So there are sections where it dips down. It does follow the contour of the land, but they are trying to keep it when they cut it 250 feet from Skyline Drive. So today was a fuck you, Myron Avery day. In the past, we <laughs> praised him. He is amazing. The only reason we have a trail is because of him, but today was a fuck you, Myron Avery day. So we were dreading the downhill because we knew mm-hmm. what was to come was many uphills today. I think we hit three, three or four uphills. Yes. So that downhill is fairly extensive. Um, and then you start climbing and there's no real views it is the Appalachian Trail and the Shenandoah so the trail is clear the trail is nice it is green it's all poison ivy today yes literally so just be aware there are some a little bit bit of overgrowth in some spots and the poison ivy was plentiful so just be wary uh the first up is Weaver Mountain oh before that 
it, the sign, the little sign we saw on the ground. Someone hit their 900 miles. Mile so I will yeah. be posting that on the Instagram. We were happy to see that. So congratulations to whoever you are that posted your 900 mile marker with rocks and sticks. Roots. Yes, Aww, rocks and roots. So oh. drink. <laughs> <laughs> Between Pinefield Hut and Weaver Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, congratulations. So, ups, ups and downs. Nothing too crazy. The, there are some really nice flat sections. It wasn't too crazy. What was trying was the humidity. Yes. And that's what made the uphills pretty unbearable. You come to a view at mile 903 that's not that bad. Again, we're going to not spend a lot of time on the hiking portion of today's episode because the hiking was okay. And then beyond the, um, was it beyond the view we hit the shelter? Yes. Okay. You cross Skyline Drive. I'm literally tracing up uh, mm. Gut Hook. Gut Hook for life, not far out. <laughs> then you start your climb Again. to high top. Huts. Which is not on the highest portion of the fucking mountain. No. So you go from Weaver Mountain at 2,500 elevation. High top hut is at 3,180. 31. Yep. So that was our first. It's not, it wouldn't be that bad. Like Tumble said, it wouldn't be that bad if we didn't have the humidity. Right. It was extremely humid today. Um, but we made it. Thank God I avoided shitting in the woods. Cranky doesn't shit in the woods. <laughs> so that's why we stopped. He shits in the privy in the woods. Yes, that's why we stopped at the hut so Where's that I did Where's... not have to dig a hole. Where's Code Brown? I, oh. Where's Code Brown? Yes, and the Code Brown was averted. Yep, Code Brown. Well, we also, <laughs> piggybacking on Cranky shitting, I, we needed water. Yes. So thank God there was a running spring there. Um, I drank over three liters of water today. Yeah, I was, so that... I was close. I actually did too. Okay, yeah. good. So, uh, high top hut is okay. It's, it's nothing special. It's your normal Shenandoah hut. Yep. There was a Boy Scout troop there, and I'm gonna... It's like they came out of Stranger Things. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, because there was an African-American boy, yeah. and, um, uh heavyweight boy and hidden jeans yes it it did it was like they came out of the 1980s because you ran into some of them down at the spring and what were they using for a filter they were using the scouts filter which was an old-timey pump yep and i and i was telling them because when i was getting water we always use the sawyer squeeze sponsor us and they were fascinated they're like wow what's that i said well this is called a Sawyer Squeeze. It's tiny, it's cheap, and it filters over 100,000 gallons of water. And you don't have to um, lug your giant ass pump from 1995. Correct. So they're like, where do I get it? So friends, you can get that at Walmart or Amazon or wherever your sports shit is sold. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the privy was awful. It, it was oh. disgusting. I might have been better digging a hole in the woods, but... Cranky don't just shit, shit in the, the woods. woods. <laughs> Joey don't share food. Cranky don't shit in the woods. So, 
Uh, while I was waiting for Tumbles to get back with the water, thank you, mm-hmm. changed my socks, and I overheard, and this is where I am disappointed in the Boy Scouts of America, or at least this In troop. Richmond. Yeah, from Richmond. Richmond. They're from Richmond. Um, so Boy Scouts is a fantastic organization. I was a Boy Scout. I was an Eagle Scout. See, our audience knows. It's like peeling an onion with us. So Cranky's an Eagle Scout, and I was very... Tumbles is not an Eagle Scout. <laughs> Tumble wasn't even a fucking Girl Scout. I don't fucking glue. But you know more than the Boy Scouts, which is why I am disappointed, because they're using outdated equipment. They were talking about their meal. It was going to be hot dogs for lunch with... Stunt sticks. On sticks. And, yeah, that's not cooking. Like, if I tried to do that with my Scout troop, I would have gotten in trouble. So I was disappointed that they're just hanging out at the shelter not really working on advanced skills of a scout um weekend a scout camp out a scout this wasn't a jamboree because it was just their troops overnight there should be this is the skill that the weekend is dedicated to is it lashing is it cooking is it first aid and it just did not appear that that was happening they were just kind of milling about the shelter so that was slightly disappointing but and we, they were wearing jeans. Yes. Yes. And cotton oh. shirts. Oh my god, the chafing. The chafing. <laughs> what does Tat say? Um, <laughs> her balls are going to look like an oh. upside down ice cream cone dipped in cherry sauce. Ew. <laughs> Thank you, Ivy Tat. So, um. Thank god I finished. Ran into a thru-hiker. As soon as these kids came out of their tent, this thru-hiker got the fuck out of there ASAP. Mm-hmm. This is important for a minute later. Um, <laughs> so Tumbles and I kept climbing to the actual highest point of high top mountain. Which um, was 3,500 and change. 3,500 and change. And there's a view. Yes, there is a view. Um, Small but mighty. Yes, it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty decent view. And then when you start climbing down, Mrs. Cranky's trying to kill a fly. We've been invaded by flies in our Airbnb. <laughs> Mrs. Cranky's killed like eight of them. Congratulations. I'm good. You are good. Cocktails, fly killer. Is there anything she can't do? Fly killer Run. bartender. Run. Can't run. Um, yeah, so then you descend. View, that view. There's no nice... views. There's a fucking one view. We passed. It was okay. Moving on. Uh, I was just going to say the breeze coming off it was nice. The breezes were very welcome today. Then you descend down to Route 33. You cross Route 33. And then there's a 700-foot Climb. But who did we stop? Who did we pass? We passed that through hiker at Route Thirty Three. Yep, I was getting fed up with. I don't like going downhill. You heard me bitch about it last week on my solo episode. I did. I I don't like going downhill, so I get tired of putting the brakes on. So I just ran. I was like, "There's a road. I'm running." Um, so I met up with this through hiker ahead of Tumbles, and it's like. Good to see you again. How's it going? Is there any food at the guard shack up ahead on Route 33? I was like, no. 
There's no food at the card shack. And her far out app, hashtag gut hook for life, was being wonky, so we figured out the next wayside for her to get food would be Big Meadows. Mm -hmm. But that is, and I kind of, I made the same mistake today. I packed a really awesome food bag, which I left at the Airbnb. So I was stuck with a kind bar and an untapped for a 14 mile hike in massive humidity. Not smart. So thank no. you for giving me a waffle. You're I, very welcome. I appreciate it. But I'm standing back here giving you like the look because like seriously, like seriously, if I had to go back in an emergency situation to pick you up at the hospital, I would have just relocated. I think I had. There was, there was more of a chance that I would have ended up at a hospital yeah, today I, than Craig. I, I, yeah, I, I know. But like not having food or having it like an emergency, like that. We had each other covered because I had the Sawyer for water yes, refill. Yes, and I had extra And you food. had extra food. So that's why you hike with a partner. That's right. Um, but yeah, watch your food. Mm -hmm. So you cross Route 33, 700 foot climb. May I also uh, chime in that this through hiker that we, that we came across started on March 23rd. And it is June 25th. Yes. And she's only in the middle of the Shenandoah. Girl better Hustle. bust her ass. And yes, we passed her. We She left the shelter ahead of us. Yeah. We, we caught up to her and passed her and did not see her for the rest of the day. No. So that's why it's, yes. Hike your own hike, but hustle up. Otherwise, you ain't going to make it to Katahdin. Yep. Um, yeah, and from that elevate, that elevation sucked. I was starting to get concerned about you. Yeah. Um, there were times I turned around where you were leaning on the trekking poles with your head down and mm -hmm. recovering. Yeah. Um, but the tri-oral, I think... Tri-oral helped. I had a granola bar that yep. helped. Any kind of sugar, if you have it, take it, especially on humid, hot, humid days. And then just slowing up. I, I slowed up a lot. So, but... <clears throat> That was the hike. We are thrilled. Oh my god, thank god. To be oh that picnic area, South River picnic area, very crowded. We um, were promised trail magic, never got it. Correct. That's what Taylor said. Um it's it's very crowded. It's more crowded than we've seen it because we've only been during the off season. Right. Um Mrs. Cranky was kind enough to pick us up. Thank, thank you, Mrs. You Cranky. Very much. And uh, plants today is self-heal and this is it. all you my friend yeah self-heal you can find all up and down the east coast we found it in Catskills yep. we found it here in the Shenandoah um, and it is a plant of all trades basically it helps with bug bites if you make a poultice it'll help with bug bites it'll help with cuts to heal faster it helps with digestion, headaches. I mean, it's an all-purpose plant, and you mainly work with the buds that come up. So it's a, I don't know, it grows to be about, I would say, 10 inches to 12 inches at most. You, you can identify it by the bud, which is, has, the bud itself is like an inch, and it has little purple flowers all, all up it. And um, right below it are a few pointy leaves. 
and Crank will put this up on the Instagram. Yes. But um, yeah, it's a great plant to have. If you are able to transplant self-heal into your garden, do it. It is just a great little medicinal plant to have around. And that other plant that we took a picture of that I could not identify because we had no service mm -hmm. is called Long Style Sweet Root. Um, is it the pink one? No, it's the one that it just looks like Oh. Um, so I will post a picture of this as well, but long style sweet root is a plant species known as um, anise root. It releases a sweet licorice-like smell when it is crushed. Anise is gross. Why is it gross? Licorice. I, I, oh, I don't like licorice. Okay. Um, so yeah, I will post that as well. So there are your two plants. Wait, there's Licor more. Licorice there's is really more. Licorice is a really interesting. I, it's a very polarizing flavor. I like it. I don't mind it. But you have to be a little bit careful with licorice, especially if you have certain health conditions. Mm. Oddly enough, it will. if you have enough licorice, like if you have it every day, like in the quantities, it can actually um, disrupt the rhythm of your heart. It can cause arrhythmias. So it tastes like shit and it hurts you. It, but like it, some people, I, I mean, I like it. But You heard it here first on the Rocks and Roots podcast. So it, Licorice kills. It actually did kill somebody. Oh, oh well, hey then. <laughs> but yeah. he was eating a large quantity every single day over like weeks. Like he deserves to die for liking know. that shit so much. But it, but it can disrupt, like there's a chemical in it, like it's a, I don't know exactly if you're not careful disrupt the rhythm like it can give you like an arrhythmia and if you have a healthy heart or don't have arrhythmia issues you might not notice it or it might not you know but it can cause issues if you're not careful so don't eat it every day if you're gonna do like if you like licorice don't eat it every day all right i won't thank you for letting thank us you. know so we also came across a carolina rose the pink one yes which smelled amazing they were just popping and an orange daylily which was lovely I talked about the Carolina Rose on my solo episode last week, but what's the orange day lily? It's just a, just a lily. Pretty it's a looking pretty, flower. pretty looking flower. Awesome. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Um, <laughs> there's also uh, poison hemlock all over the fucking place. And poison ivy all over the fucking place. So watch out for that shit. I, you know what? Do homework before you go out, especially in the summer months on the East Coast. Know what poison ivy looks like. Know what poison oak and sumac look like. Know what poison hem hemlock, yep. hemlock looks like. It may save you or prevent you from getting a nasty rash. And I will put all of these on the Instagrams. There you go. Um, so Mrs. Cranky picked us up. She had an adventure this morning, but we'll get to that because then we duplicated her adventure and made it even more awesome. <laughs> this is the Big... podcast does. Yes, so this is the hiking portion done. We were not thrilled with the hike, but we are super proud of ourselves that we finished the Shenandoah. Mm -hmm. On to bigger and better in Vermont and Southern Virginia. So this means we have hiked from Staunton, Stan Virginia. Stanton, Virginia to Bennington, Vermont. So and then at Bonus, Georgia. <laughs> yep, so that's fucking awesome. All right, so Big Meadows Wayside. Cannot recommend it enough. It was fantastic. Uh, Tumbles and it was either closed, so we ignored it, or we missed it, 
the yes. first time we were hiking. Yep. I think it was closed, so we ignored it. I think you were right. But it is open. It is fucking amazing. If you are driving through the Shenandoah, you can get gas there. They yep. have an awesome gift shop. Um, but for hikers, we finally, after two years, got our fucking Blackberry milkshakes. Oh, it was worth every moment of waiting. Yes, and it was everything that we envisioned it to be. <laughs> um, the burgers aren't bad either. The fries are The fries are good. Yeah, they're cut really an odd shape, but they're really good. Yeah. So... Big Meadows Wayside, cannot recommend it enough. Fucking milkshakes, cannot recommend them enough <laughs> either. So, this morning, where did you go, Mrs. Cranky? And if you could get closer to the other phone, the microphone, that would be awesome. I gotta move. <laughs> Mrs. Cranky, where'd you go? I gotta move, though. So, I gotta move. I will move here and then you can move. Oh, okay. So, you can still have the comfy couch. Oh, good. I'm old. I went to Lori Cavern. Yay. It, yeah, we had been seeing signs for years, because we've been coming down here for years, and it was, it just, I don't know, from the signs, it looked just like a weird tourist trap. I don't know if it was just the way that the signs are, or like, there's something about it to me that just screams like- the signs look kind of tacky. Tacky. It screams really sad circus. Like, it just, it, you, don't wanna circus. Like, you, you, you don't want to go. Like, you don't want to go, you don't want to know, no. So, I got back to the Airbnb around 8.30 after I dropped everybody off. And I was like, well, I had to think of, I had to think of a way to kill some, some time. So I was like, well, it was a mile and a half away from where we're staying. So it opens at 9. I got there around 9.30. Expensive. Adult tickets are $32, $32 a piece, which I, I, oof, I typically don't do. So I did it. Absolutely phenomenal site. It was gorgeous. The pictures and video absolutely don't do it justice. So if you Google it and look it up and say, oh, what's this about the pictures and the videos, it does not do it justice. It is, how, how, how old did they say it was? Millions and millions of years old. Like 450 million years old. 450 million years old. It's yes. millions of years old. And the formation of these stalactites and stalagmites are just it was absolutely, it was one of the most impressive things I've seen in a very, 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 maybe ever. Um, it took me about an hour to go through. Self-guided tour, those are like my two favorite words, self-guided tour. They did have like tour guides in stations that you could go up to and ask questions. But my favorite is, is self-guided just because if I wanted to spend an extra five minutes in front of the organ, they had a stalagmite organ, which it sounded beautiful, was amazing. So if I wanted to spend an extra 10 minutes there, I could, or if I wanted to breathe right by, I could. Like, mm -hmm. I like that, the idea that I can kind of customize it and spend time where I wanted to spend the time. Um, absolutely recommend it. It was beautiful. So on Mrs. Cranky's recommendation and the pictures, we scrapped our dinner plans. We were going to go to Skylands Resort for dinner to celebrate the end of the Shenandoah. Scrapped that and went to the caverns. So they were discovered in 1787, but like Tumble said, 450 million years old, formed yeah. from the Shenandoah River. Right, um, which, which was a lot bigger than it is today. A lot bigger and a lot wider. Some people describe it as a sea. Which we have to look that up. Yes. 
Um, their sign said that it was a sea, but then their tour guides are like, no, the river was just really, really big. Yes, exactly. It's permanently like 54 degrees down there because you're you're deep underground. At one point, you were over 160 feet deep in 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 the in earth. the earth. Um, we were all up in the earth's business today. <laughs> and it, was, it was it was one of those things like I walked in by myself, and I was like, oh man, someone's gonna be jealous that I did this this morning. Like it was oh, better than the trail. Boy. It was definitely better. Than I the trail. made the better choice, and he is gonna be so jealous. So I took a lot of like videos and pictures so that I could convince you. us to go. Well, not, not, not even just to convince you to go, but so that you get to see it, you, you could see it and experience it too, because I knew that something that I walked in like, oh no, that he would love this. So, yeah, there was just an absolute gorgeous. But it's stuff. formed as the Shenandoah River seeps into the limestone mm -hmm. and it interacts with the limestones. It leaches acid out and then that carves away these massive massive caverns also like 450 million years ago the shenandoah was probably as high as everest yes the mountains yep so um the tour you walk it's about 1.2 miles i think they said i think the one brochure said one and a quarter yeah. you are going up and down a little bit it is a but little bit but there's no dark. stairs there's no stairs it is a little bit dark it is a little bit wet it's dripping water places but um, awesome I think, I think if you can safely walk a mile or so, you, you could do it. So some of the highlights for me um, were is a room called the Cathedral. And the ceilings in this room have to be over 100 feet high. Um, just a cavern with ceilings over 100 feet high. They used to hold dances in here. That's where the organ is, but I'll let uh, Tumbrook describe the organ since you are the musician among us. The reflecting pool was also beautiful. <laughs> yes, that was yes. my favorite. Yeah, it was. It's an optical illusion. It's it's water, and it looks like it, there is stuff underneath, and it's just a reflection. From yeah, the, the water it looks crystal clear, and it looks like you could see under, but you can't. You're no, looking at the ceiling. You're just looking at the reflection. Yeah. Um, there's no there's no wind there's no at, movement like, at there's no all. movement of the water so it's glass it's, it's a mirror it's, it looks like a mirror and it is it goes on for over two thousand what is it feet like, yeah yeah it was like twenty five hundred feet just spread out and it was just it it's absolutely phenomenal some of the amazing. formations um stalactites are what do they say like fifteen feet or like diameter yeah like just apps they look like trees they're incredible mm -hmm. yeah all right so yeah if you want to describe the organ <laughs> so in this cathedral room they put an organ in it's pretty common to have organs in um caverns and caves just because it produces the most amazing acoustics so they have one i'm not sure if they have one in how caverns up in new york but i know for sure they have one near warsaw in poland in the salt mines well, we'll get back to you and let you know because that's going to be our thing now. So, <laughs> Crank and um, Mrs. Crank are going to be going to Poland just for the salt mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a flight all the way to Poland. We can, uh, we can afford that. <clears throat> so, anyway, um, having organs and music in caverns is pretty common. Um, it's known as the largest organ in the world. 
just because of how spread apart the pipes, quote unquote, pipes are, it's actually a what does it say? A vibration. The mallets. Rubber, the rubber mallets. mallets hitting the stalactites. Stalactites, right? Yeah, yeah, stalagmites and stalactites hitting them over the over the a span of about fifteen acres. Yeah, underground. So you can either play it manually, or they have an automatic. Like a player, player piano. Player piano, like a, you know, like yes. A music box or player piano. So, um, so a little, I think, minute and a half song was was going. It was it was quite lovely. Yeah. You just have to shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah, well, you have the general public. Although, I mean, I don't necessarily blame the little kid. There was a little kid screaming when I went through. I mean, I almost don't blame the little kids. It's, a, they, it's a baby. That's fine. Yeah, but. I mean, they really, like, they can't help that. Um, but I mean, just general public not moving aside, like being yeah. really loud was not cool. I but... Mean, so that was Lorray Caverns. Highly recommend it. Once yeah. you drive into the property, it looks rather honky tonk, mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit cheesy, little as we tacky. mentioned, a little tacky. But you know what? Disregard all of the souvenir shops, and yeah. you will be fine. Yep. After the caverns, um, you're forced to go through the gift shop naturally, and right next to it is the Cars and Carriages Caravan Museum. Which I said, let's take a look. Maybe I'm very glad we did. Uh, me too. And it's a very non-assuming s- storefront that says Cars and Carriage Caravan Museum. So we walk in, and it is a timeline of all of the moving vehicles in the United States, from carriages from the 18th century up until about 1941. Yep. And it was fabulous. Um, some highlights for me, Henry Ford got a little weird in his later life, but, uh, they had a, I don't even know what the model was, but it was a Ford built in 1906 before his automation. And it was, it cost about $500. And then they had a model T, oh, that was 1906. Mm -hmm. So no automation, just built by hand. Then they had a uh, 1910 Model T, which the Model T, 1910, and they were still making them up through the 30s. That's incredible. Um, The price jumped to about $900. That was the first year of automation. But then once his automation got better, I think, was it a 1915 Model T? The price goes back down. It's to 490, like almost half. Yeah because of his awesome automation. So that was the highlight for me. There was also a Bugatti from the 1930s that was really cool. And then Dodge, there was a Stanley Steamer, there was a, um, what did we see, was it Lamborghini? No, was it Lamborghini or was it Rolls Royce? We saw saw two Rolls Royces from the early 20th century, which were amazing. Then there was this other wacky thing that you found that was built in Boston. Oh, yeah. And on the side, I'm looking at my photo of it now, it says the Mount Washington. And did we, were we not smart enough to get a picture? Aha! 1900 Mountain Wagon. I don't know what company builds this, but this thing is like a primitive Jeep. It has um, a very large, the wheels have a very large diameter. 
it is high up off the ground and it was designed to go up mountain roads and it's called the Mount Washington. We're thinking it might have been one of the first vehicles to go up the um, up Mount Washington, which would yeah. be awesome. We need to verify that though. Yes. It makes sense since it was built in Boston yeah. and it, it's called the Mount, Mount Washington, Washington on the side of it and that's what it, it was designed to do. So it's quite possible. So that was the Cars and Carriage Caravan Museum, uh, which is great. And then here we are. Here we are. Here we are. What so a day. We are thrilled to be done with the fucking Shenandoah. Our plan training for Half Dome and the Grand Canyon is to uh, climb Mount Adams. So, Tina, if you're listening, we will be in touch. Yes, ma'am. Um, we also are going to do a 24 to 36, maybe 48 hour in Vermont, depending mm -hmm. on your work availability. Um, so yeah, we will be back in touch. That's all I got. That's all I got, really. Tomorrow morning, we are off to Arlington National Cemetery and... Arlington House. Arlington House, which, which was owned by Robert E. Lee. It was owned by... It was owned by... Technically, it was owned by the Custis. It was owned by Grace in-laws. Okay, the it, it Weiss was, family. How is was, she related to George Washington? It is... The Cust through the Custis line, I think it was like... Martha's so Martha Washington sister something something yeah. something it, it was through the Custis line so she was like kind of related to the fact that like he had they had a lot of Washington artifacts mm -hmm. they had the Washington's family. tent they had the tent this he is had, the Robert E. Lee from Civil War fame for he, history non-history minded yes he had a, his mess kit that he just kind of pulled out one day amongst the troops i think it was mexico i want to say mexico just pulled out literally washington's mess kit and they're just like <laughs> not yeah. a video podcast but mrs crank but is making like, an awesome know, shocked face yeah because it, i mean it, washington artifacts were just as impressive as they would be today uh so yes that was her family's home and they moved there because he was in the military and he got moved around a lot but they basically lived there with mm -hmm. his in-laws and then as his in-laws passed the property got bequeathed to his son not him his son and then he took over the management of arlington until it was confiscated by the federal government for quote-unquote like non-payment of taxes even though they both went to go pay the taxes and they were but anyway it was punishment for the civil war because right. they couldn't get him on treason because, again, for you non-history people... He was pardoned at Appomattox by Grant. And and because he was issued a parole, or a par like not necessarily a parole, but it was a, he was paroled at Appomattox by Grant. And as long as he adhered to the rules of his parole, he would not be prosecuted. Grant actually went to bat for the administration. Not the Lincoln administration anymore, because Lincoln is dead at this point. He went to bat for the administration wanted to prosecute Johnson. him for treason anyway. Oh, we don't He's, Johnson, Johnson was like, F your parole. We're going to get him for treason. And Grant's like, the fuck you will. And he was like, this is this is what it is. This is militarily. I was well within my rights to do so and issue these paroles. Uh, if you try this, I'm out. I quit. And they, and they didn't want. They didn't want Grant, Grant to quit. Grant was far too popular at this point to piss him off. And 
and, and they have him cause a scene because he would have caused a, caused a scene. Actually, he and Lee wrote back and forth a little bit saying, hey, don't worry about it. I fixed it. But they took Arlington. They took, they Arlington, took Arlington as punishment. They made it a national cemetery, and it became a national cemetery. And it still is, but they still have the Arlington House, where Lee actually drafted his resignation from the army in 1861. So we're going to go tour that to house tomorrow. To, yeah. no, well, to resign from the army, not necessarily to join the Confederacy. That, that came wasn't later. on his radar mm -hmm. at that point. He just left because Virginia seceded. And he didn't want to fight against his native state and mm -hmm. the interests of his children because his children had property. Yeah. He had multiple pieces of property. And he was trying to protect his children's legacies. And he's like, I, I can't. I can't do that. Right. So yeah. he was offered eventually a position in the Confederate military structure, which he then accepted. He wasn't in charge of the of the operation at that point yet either. It was Johnston yeah. who was in charge overall. He did not. He did not. He was he was wounded. So, but anyway, that's where we're going tomorrow. Um, we will be back in a few weeks, I guess. We might be back next week because I'm showing you uh, oh, yeah, Sam's, right. point Sam's Point next that's weekend. Right. I did another solo episode on that, but I want your thoughts and I want our audience to hear your thoughts. So we'll be back next week with Sam's Point. Fantastic. It'll be a car episode. And then we'll transition this into a Civil War episode and I'll just come on like uh, once a month. There you go. There you go. Alrighty, folks. Well, go and find us on the gram, rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. If you want to hear me say that again, just go back <laughs> on the episode. Second back button. Yes. Um, we are on TikTok, rocks underscore roots underscore podcast. We are on YouTube. All of the episodes go on YouTube as well. We have a Patreon. It's rocks and roots podcast. Please uh, consider giving us some dollars so we can keep the, episode, uh, the podcast going. Anyway, that's all for now. Go away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go away now. No. Hopefully you get that reference, guys. All right. Ciao.